Mr. Deontay Thomas, how you doing today, brother? What's going on, y'all? Feeling that, good. That's right. We got a local artist in the building today. It's by the sheer luck, I came across this young man and his paintings that he was uh, showing off. What was it? The 18th of Vine. Yeah, what was that event that just happened? So it was, it was like the a American Jazz Series um, that they're going to be doing tribute to black um, black jazz singers. So um, I, I was part of the part of the performance by a live painting so i was working on a kansas city monarchs theme oh yeah yeah i did i, did. I believe i saw a jackie robinson one yeah jackie robinson satchel page and then i was live painting ernie banks dope that's so crazy that you got that skill to live paint because that's such a hard thing to do yes you know was people sitting there watching you yeah 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 people was watching that's dope that you uh came up with that yeah that was kind of that was kind of uh wondering how, how i could live paint and with with limited or little to no light Say, so, I mean, and on the way up, you was telling me, I was like, man, how long you been doing this? And you was just, uh, tell the folks at home how long you've been doing this. Uh, I've been painting for three years. Three years, man. If, if you get a chance, please check out this young man. The links will be in the description for his artwork. But it is crazy how good he is in that short amount of time. Because, I mean, necessarily painting isn't something people just pick up. Nah, nah, it's, 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 um, it's just like broadening your like mediums and, and horizons. So it's just trying out new, new stuff and seeing what, seeing how good you in. Well, I mean, did you have any previous experience with like drawing or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always an art. I was always an art um, person. Just when I went to college, I was exposed to painting. I wasn't really that good, but then after school, and after um, I took like five years off from art uh, and then just once I got back into wanting to be who I wanted to be mm-hmm. um, just seeing the art the art field and then just see how much paintings is valued yeah that's the crazy thing about art is how it's priced it's like yeah. one person's interpretation is yeah. like who sets the price for this stuff because you know I may look at a piece of art and be like that's crazy that's that's you know something that somebody somebody scribble yeah <laughs> uh but you know that could be a three hundred thousand dollar painting for right. you know and that's the crazy thing because like i would think that i was when i was younger and then i got exposed to more art and more culture as i got older and i'd exp- uh, exposed to jean-michel basquiat and i was like man this dude is dope but you know when i first looked at his paintings i was like is he on drugs or he was on drugs evidently but <laughs> needless to say he was yeah. he was a genius still man definitely creative yeah and it really takes you uh that's one of the fun things about art is just learning about him and his journey and seeing how that affected his artwork. Kind of like Vince Van Gogh. I really love yeah. Van Gogh. And his life was just so crazy. Yeah. And they, that, said, they say he never sold a painting. He was, yeah, he was not successful at all during his lifetime. It wasn't until after, until after his death. Yeah, 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 that he get. He blew up. He get the gratification for it. So, yeah. I mean, sometimes you don't get to see your accomplishment become big like uh what was that book herman herman melville's uh moby dick you know that's one of the one of the books everybody had to read in high school yeah uh, it was it was not a it was not it was a flop <laughs> like he got fired from his uh publicist after he wrote that like people was not picking it up but it's it's crazy it's your art 
that you putting out here. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure people are picking up your art, man. Your, your stuff is good. Try to, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. not even debatably good. Like, uh, artistically express. I was like looking at it like, damn, this is crazy. Like, he out here. Yeah, we trying. We trying every opportunity. Yeah, succeeding. I, I, I got to give him something else. Gotta get, I got to give him something new. I got to show myself that I can that I can challenge myself and be able to drop fire. Yeah, and that's what it's all about, pushing yourself. What's your favorite thing to draw? People, buildings, nature? I, um, I've just been focusing on on promoting black, pretty much. So, so um, I'm working on a series called uh, Make Queens Black Again, which is a black women's empowerment series where it's highlighting the strengths about what black women is rather than what society portrays them as, as what their strengths are. So... So, um, just working one on one with women, and then hearing their stories, and hearing what their trials and tribulations, and what, and what qualities made them who they are. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to see. But plus, I went to the Nelson also, and and you don't really see black women being painted or portrayed as queens, um, visually. So I, I take it upon myself as a creative and as an artist to be able to put that emphasis and put that put that light on them. That's dope. Is it anything in particular about the female, uh, black female body you love to draw? Or is there anything that might be difficult, more difficult to um, capture in a black female uh, rendering? Got, you got to kind of be soft when you when you put it on, like when you actually draw. Because if you, mm. I mean, um, it's all about kind of style and what, and what you're trying to portray. But um, you definitely got to figure out like how to draw more softer features. That's kind of what what the hardest thing about that is. Okay, not going too hard. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so you can't make their you can't make their like facial features as bold as you would a a, a male's. Okay. So yeah. I mean, is there anything in particular that really gives you a difficult time drawing or painting? Uh, I mean, just starting out be be the ugly process, where you gotta kind of like keep putting them layers and layers and layers on until you get to the point. Sometimes I'll be wondering, like, damn, this shit don't look right. Like, yeah. you step back from it, you look, and then you like, damn, like, then you just got to keep going. I think that's kind of like life, though. Life, though. Uh, it's, you know, I was always going to see the final product in the first few days of it. So it's like, it's a marathon. That's right. It's definitely a marathon. I mean, so how did, I mean, did you initially start out selling your paintings, or was that just something you did in your free time as a hobby, and people was like, yo, this is dope. Let me get it. Um... I would say the thing that kept me within art was was uh, de- deaths within or surrounding my family. So um, without, with me, I'm not able to 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 tell them the words that that can that can give them that reassurance, right, or or comfort, or empathy or whatever they need to to help cure that situation. But I can create something visually that that can um, that can bring back memories or 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 um, help them fulfill fulfill with their fulfill good times of, of that significant other that they lost. So um, so I would say um, I used to hear about funerals probably like on a Monday, um, and I got to a Saturday to create something up. So um, I did that uh, with with a couple of my cousins, um, uh, a, a friend at a friend's mother who. Um, who lost her daughter early on, um, and then just that kind of just built up until uh, up until me um, 
Uh, I started doing caskets now, which was kind of crazy. Like decorating caskets? No, like, yeah, 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 like decorating caskets, like painting caskets. Man, how how long does that take? Hours. It it don't take that long. It don't take that long. What kind of designs do people usually ask for? Um, uh, so, um, I did Legends Casket. Um, she asked for, I think it was. Um, oh yeah. The heart ribbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, there. yeah, I, yeah. The heart ribbon. Don't work, man. That's crazy. And then I had a one before that. Um, the lady wanted. Um, uh, I guess the the dude was he used to roll motor, motorcycles, so she wanted a motorcycle in his vest on there. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So, that it was a, it was a it was a good process um, to be able to. See how see how many times I can flip art into so many wide wide ranges. Yeah, it's dope that you're using your art as a way to help people. Uh, you know, in their time of mourning. Definitely. Uh, and that's super super dope that you're able to use it in that capacity. I mean, has there ever been any kind of commission that you haven't been able to do? Uh, maybe a request that you're just like that's outside of my mm. range of things I'm capable of. I think the hardest thing for me now is digital. Okay. Digital digital. Is- Digital is, is tough, like, just learning the, the the programs and stuff like that. Um, I went, So that's what I went to school for. Where'd you go to school at? Northwest Missouri State. Oh, okay. Cool, Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Once a Bearcat, always a Bearcat. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, so I dropped out of school right before I switched over to learning digital mm-hmm. uh, in my graphic design. So I'm, I'm more of a, uh, of a, um... I'm more of a I'm more of a hands-on type of person, so uh, I'd rather paint than than um, do do the stylist thing. So, uh, but but you gotta you gotta show respect to the graphic designers. Oh uh, yeah, because uh, that shit ain't no joke, man. That shit ain't no joke. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm straight up analog. You can tell the folks at home just how many notebooks <laughs> are just laying around the place because I yeah. refuse to type up on one of these mini computers I got. <laughs> so I, I got to keep, like, paper, everything. Like, uh, I just... And even writing, I prefer the feel of writing it out than, you know, typing. Yeah, I'm transferring know? out. I'm transferring out. I mean, I got my laptop at my, at my Microsoft Surface Pro, yeah. and it's convenient. I just got to get back into it. I got to work with a couple more graphic designers so they can show me. That's that's what it's all about, is teaching yourself new stuff. I have to learn so much new shit doing all this. Hey, yeah. From uh, audio, visual, uh, graphic design, everything. Because I refuse to pay people. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to get it. That's one way to motiv- motivate yourself is to cut out the middle, man. Hey, some of these podcasters out here, they be straight up paying the editor, paying the publicist to promote. Like, people be hitting me up like, do you need uh, help uh, promotion for a pot? Nah, I'm good. I mean, but that's but that's if uh, with, with people knowing the market, though. And then you got people who do struggle. I, I wouldn't mind living my service to helping you out too, if, if I could do it. Yeah, I mean I can do it. That's yeah, why, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm doing all this. Right, like, right, but yeah. I'm like, yo, let me re- let let this be my way of uh, assisting the community to get you know. Definitely. There's no real platforms out here to say, hey, there's a brother out here doing something positive. You know, right. unless you know ch- save some orphans from a burden building and Channel Nine News come right. to talk to you or something right. like that but now we we, we, we gotta take it on ourselves to, to promote our own people Absolutely. We, we can't wait on somebody else to say hey I see what you're doing young man and they don't even and they they don't even know you or, or it may not be a genuine care but um, it's times that that we see our our brothers and sisters going through this journey but we feel like 
we can acknowledge that because that's it, it may not look cool or I mean we just gotta give people credit when it's due because we never know when it's time or when their time is up. So in order to and instead of waiting till that day comes and then you and then you pouring your soul out to somebody who can't hear you, you gotta do that now. Right. You gotta I'm do that now. A huge advocate of giving people their flowers while they're here to receive them, man. Definitely. You know, that's one of the reasons I saw your artwork and I was like, yo, this this cat is amazing. He has some real talent here, you know. This is somebody people need to know. You know, I I hear you had a. If you young, don't know me, good to know me. Hey, he's out here. He's very easy to find. Apparently, out here live painting and shit. Definitely. Catch this man out here every, doing his every thing. fourth Sunday at the gym theater. Oh, you out here doing an actual every, gig? Yeah, yeah. Every fourth Sunday at the American Gym at the every fourth Sunday at the gym theater, 18th and Vine. That's yeah. dope. Uh, I like to hear that. Uh, yeah, if if you need a painting, please look him up. Just like I was, uh, had a young lady in last week, uh, Champagne Washington, okay. from uh, Peace from Pain Candles. Okay. And yeah, I was just telling her like, everybody I know buy candles. You yeah, know, definitely got candles, especially females. Like, yeah. Oh my God, they they'll kill spend, for some good candles. The last thirty dollars on some candles. Yeah, that's what I was telling her. Like if. <laughs> Everybody supposedly buys black, right. and if you need candles, you know, if if I can, I would love to make you the distributor for these candles in Definitely. our community. Just like I know every everybody needs home decor, everybody right. needs art. Like right. you know, you're not about to go and get a, a Basquiat or a Picasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a Van yeah but, Gogh. You, but you can get one of mine on though. the ground floor. Definitely. So when this man does Original. blow up. You got that original. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah, make sure this man blows up while he's still here. Definitely. Yeah, I don't want him to have to cut off an ear to get famous. Oh, no, I ain't doing that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, give us some time, man. Give us some time. I, I, I need that ear, though. <laughs> they, they say ears for the balance, so I got to be able to. That's true. Yeah. But Van Gogh. Hey, Van Gogh. <laughs> Van Gogh was a monster, though. Van, Van Gogh was a monster. It is amazing because he just did his own thing. That's one of the things I saw in your art. It was just like. This man's out here doing his own thing. You got, yeah, you gotta. You got a good eye. You can't limit yourself. I, I gotta try. I gotta try it all. It, it don't matter if I seen somebody do it. That's what it's. That's what it's for. It's inspiration. So, so we we put our art out into the world to inspire somebody else down the road. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I just try to try as many things as possible, um, and just do it. Do what feels good. Yeah, that's what you got to do out here because ain't nobody going to do it for you, unfortunately. I mean, ain't people knocking on your door and saying, hey, let me let me push your product out here. <laughs> and if they were, I'd probably look at them kind of kind of crazy, like, get, like, get the hell out of my line. How you get here? You're about to try to <laughs> shice me. about to not sign no contracts with you, buddy. But that's, uh, I mean, where do you hope to take your art in the long run? Um, One of my goals was to do the Plaza Art Fair. Which is big, but yeah. After protesting on the plaza, I feel like I don't need them right now, or or I want to create something that's good for my people, by my people. Got you. So, um, how about you take this? This is an Urban Alchemy original. Yeah. Throwing this on the table. This yeah. for you. My gift to you. 18th and Vine Art Fair. 18th and Vine Art Fair. It's actually something coming like that on the 27th. It's called the Swap. It's called, let me give me one second. I can get you the name of that. But it's um, on the 27th, 18th and Vine. Um, yeah, it's going to be lit. And it's, it's definitely what you... So it's pretty much the Plaza Art Fair at 18th and Vine. Definitely. Yep, yep. Just with black people and better. With, with black people, black artists, 
the whole nine like business flash market live art entertainment food vendors 18th and vine september 27th co-sponsored by black privilege and councilman ellington okay yeah i had no idea about that event i'm so glad you told me about it because you know, I'm right down the street, so definitely got to come out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I'm gonna come out there and document everything. I be telling people, let me know where your events are, so I can come out there and document it for my community group page because I love seeing that shit and definitely. it's content. You can't fake it, essentially. I mean, you can counterfeit it, but you yeah. can't fake real. Yeah, art. I mean, but, but then that's when people are gonna gonna when you got people that's gonna help gonna talk to you about breaking down your artwork and the process that you went through and what mediums you used and. You think a story helps sell art? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, because people might not mess with the art, but they mess with the message about your artwork. Is that me? No, it's me. It's, oh. it's my, um, yeah, I'll be doing trading, so I'll be at, be at my calls come in. Oh, okay, I feel you. But, uh, so, what, I mean, what artists have influenced you in your path? Van Gogh is one of them. I just did a recreation of Starry Night in the Union Station Union Station Attic over over this summer, uh, which is my first time spray painting, which is pretty dope. Do you mean like the whole? So in the Union Station, they have that. Um, they have that. Um, it's at the top. It's like a gun attic. Um, it's like a laser tag type of type of thing. Uh, they had, they had a whole bunch of uh, drywall that they want local artists to come get painted in. They also do like First Fridays in there too. So shout out to uh, Levi Thomas. Uh, he's over. He's over that building, that part of the building, and it was definitely dope to be in there and to be in that like creative vibe around a lot of creatives. It kind of felt like, kind of felt like I was in like New York though. Yeah, you get that, that artist feel. That, definitely uh, got that that um that Greenwich Village artist kind of. Yeah, where where collective. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I always love that feel in New York, that Greenwich Village like. Real artists, like people who are living as artists, you know. I'm sure you got a day job. Uh, yep, yep. I do got a day job. Yeah, so you're not living off of art. I'm, you're not living um, out here. Mostly, yeah. Mostly, are yeah. You? yeah, yeah, yeah. Art is like most of. I mean, I, I I make money outside of art, but yeah, not not art is a full time job. That's dope. Uh, yeah, I wish I could somehow. You know, I'm not actually producing a tangible product so mm -hmm. you know monetizing that kind of becomes difficult but that's dope that you were able to actually uh i mean i guess pain is one of those things you you just can continuously do so long as there's a creative force behind it yeah uh so how much is your works uh, usually selling for uh it all depends on size, size. Um, yep size detail how much time goes into it the medium um but so if somebody wanted to pick up like one of your works, like you were uh, displaying at the uh, 18th of Vine show. Oh, so uh, my my Monarch piece, uh, I just sold one, um, one of them for 400. So Buck O'Neill, first day. Nice, good, yeah. And we definitely need our successful brothers and sisters out there picking up picking up art like that, cause those are some dope pieces, man. Definitely. I was definitely looking at them like. Damn, those is uh, hey, one so, of a kind right there. Yeah, you, you can't get no better. I'm so glad you're out here doing that. Uh, we really need to take back our 
district. You need to stop going out to these outside places in Kansas City trying to be wanted. Yeah, they don't you know, expect to just, you know, have open arms. Mm-hmm. You know, they showed us they didn't want us at the plaza. They showed us they didn't want us at Westport. They showed us they didn't want us at Power and Light. Yeah. 18th and Vine is our last, last shot last for our up. community. Yeah. And but, we can't fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. But we also got to take that uh, accountability on ourselves and to police ourselves and, and to make sure that we are we are rebuilding our community at a higher rate than we're destroying it. So so we need to um, be more accountable for our friends as well. So if we know our friends is hotheads or our friends is ones that, that can stir up a party, we got to be the ones to, to de-escalate a situation. Because if I know if I can control my friend to where he's not going to do anything drastic and risk, risk years or months over seconds then, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, you can make this a better community, though. But I feel that that we also got to be more mindful of of what our black owners is going through when we do come to establishments and we do cause havoc and and we go home and we live the rest of our lives. But they got to deal with the the burden of the situation that happened within within their establishment right. and, and the and the and the lingering effects of how that has going to affect stigma. them over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so when we come in and and all of our black-owned businesses labeled as dangerous. How does that make us look? Dangerous. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you uh, 100% in that respect. I mean, yeah, it's definitely our responsibility. And definitely we need to hold these people accountable. We need to say something. Like, if you see somebody get shot and the person br- uh, jumped in a, a black Escalade and took off, tell the police you saw a goddamn black Escalade take off. Like, don't just sit there and be like, oh, he got away. Like, that person got away and is still out here on the streets, right. potentially uh, able to do harm to your family, you, yeah. somebody else. Like, uh, I've, been, I've been telling people, like, snitching. I've, I've told people snitching stands for uh, say nothing, bitch. And every time you do, you sit there, I ain't no snitch. Yeah, you gonna say nothing, bitch. Cause it's too many. It, our community is just another little a child who got shot and killed today. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and and I've been preaching this over the past twenty twenty. It's like, how how is our our murder rate this high on, through a pandemic? It's crazy to think about. I mean, it's. It's nothing, nothing new, unfortunately. In the past not, five years, it's been this, like six hundred murders in Kansas yeah. City. But this is the worst year by far, like by far. I mean, it's it's just a matter of. I think it makes it worse in the respect that we've had so much conversation about, you know, uh, civil justice and you know, Black Lives Matter and right. all this other stuff that doesn't match up with what we're seeing in the streets. Yeah. And it's like, yo, we can't be marching on on Saturday about how black people need, you know, the uh, value of a black life is, is just as much as a white life. But you're going to turn around and shoot a black man on, on Sunday. But yeah, that's... Uh, I definitely agree with that. We got we also got to be um, we got to be equally as outraged about what's going on in our community. Yeah, we definitely do need to be outraged. And as it's, far as as far as that, we got to take action and not just talk about it. Or or when we do talk about it, we can't just talk about it for a few days and then weeks go by and then we're not still we're not still trying to find solutions to that problem. Yeah, it, it's crazy because, you know, in the whole operation, when we did our relaunch of the podcast, the first episode we uh, relaunched on was uh, me interviewing Ralph Talaferro, Legend's mm-hmm. father. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a friend of mine. 
So I, that shit was just crazy because having to interview somebody you knew, uh, you know, and they lost a son right. to this crazy shit. Something that was completely avoidable. Yeah. Something that didn't have to happen. And shouldn't then it, that, shouldn't that, something that shouldn't happen. Some, no parents have to bury their no child. No parents. Yeah, it's so crazy. And just being there at that funeral, have to yeah. watch a little little coffin. Yeah, I was, yeah that, that coffin is small. It's probably smaller than this table. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah probably, yeah, probably a little bit smaller than this table right here. But yeah, just having to watch, watch that little coffin and a little boy you knew inside of it. And it's just like, Yo, this community is fucked up. And then the yeah. fact that there was people out here who aided him in his uh, escape, you know, pretty much, and try to evade capture. Like, if you know somebody killed a child and you help them, you just as, as fucked up as that person. But that's that's all, all, all in uh, us taking responsibility. Definitely. Yeah, so that's crazy. But I, I, what else? I mean, is there anything in the future you hope to uh, move into besides digital uh, in, in uh, terms of art? Uh, I've been working with the youth for like the past, I want to say it's been my mission for like the past year or so. So um, I just want to breed more younger artists so that we can get out of the whole starving starving art starving artist mindset mm-hmm. even though that that mindset does keep you hungry and it does keep you going it's um we're not telling the whole truth about it we're not telling that artists involved in every process of the world every process of a business plan or how business gets started or how they're visually promoted or how much art is is historically um how much art art has historically impacted the world and, and how how it has been a on the forefront, but people push it to the background like like it's it's just a hobby or yeah. it's, or it's or it's, it's not a real job. That's so. true. I mean, I guess I mean because I don't know why you think it is perceived like that. Uh, it's I think it's just because of it's the process. People so people probably, so pe- when people look at the process and they might see day one hundred and three. But they don't see a day five thousand when you make it, so they they just looking at the process too early, and they're and they're doubting the person going through the process to where they might give up before they actually reach their stride. Right. But I guess that goes with any kind of art form, dance, mm-hmm. uh, writing. I mean, every everybody's a struggling artist at one point or another. I'm sorry, give me one quick second here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I had to run something to my brother downstairs. Sorry. So how many paintings do you think you uh, produce in a in a month? Um, in a month? I don't know. That's a good ass question. Probably like I would say probably a um. So if I stencil canvases for a simple paint, does that count as creative art? Uh, what do you mean? Just like uh. So just like stenciling. I mean, cause I do I do a lot of uh paint sipping paint setups. 
Oh, okay. So, so um, if that categorized there, um, easy, like, maybe 30, 40. Oh, man. So how, how do you do most of your networking? Is it just word of mouth, or is it like you got a website set up? So no, you I ain't got a website. It's just Facebook, Instagram. Okay. I mean, just, just, just everything that of what we use now, I just use it as marketing platform. Man, so you Okay. Go, go finish. I was just gonna say, in your three years, do you know how many paintings you have uh, sold? Shit, I can't even tell you. Yeah, is that nah, many? I can't even tell you. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't think I made a hundred yet, or anything close to there. But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. But, so what what do you think uh, is needed in Kansas City to help give local artists the push they need to get their work out there? Belief. You gotta you gotta believe in yourself first. Like um, it's a lot of artists that's good, um, and they got quality work. It's just they they feel they that that they not at that point of where they showing off their work, but chefy ready. I mean, it's not you're never gonna get to a point where your work is 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 ready enough so until you actually show it off and you see the feedback from it so until you start you, you can never really judge judge how how good or how good you aren't mm-hmm. or how how quality your work is until you until you put your work up side by side with another artist even though it's not any competition it's just just showing off what you have to offer and then you, you and then you kind of take mental notes of what other people are looking at so so i mean um since i've been paying up uh, kind of going, going off track a little bit, but um, I watch what people have in their house, like all the paintings that they have in their house, mm-hmm. and that kind of gives me kind of um, a sense of what people would would mind in their house. So if, because it's just, um, I kind of learned early on that um, you can't always draw for you. You got to kind of draw for other people and seeing what they like. Right. And so just just <clears throat> seeing what what areas I'm in. I might I might bring certain pieces to that rather than other places. Is there any uh, definitive trend you you picked up while doing that little trick of noticing what's what's hanging in people's houses? Um, nah, it's just people like a lot of shit. I mean, I mean, you got a lot of like um, abstract art. Abstract mm-hmm. art is pretty much like expressionalism. It's all about what you see and what you, and what's the message you can get from that. Um, black women sell a lot. Uh, the little queen pictures. They sell a lot, um, um, but I would just say is you just gotta you just gotta talk to yourself. You gotta you gotta go back to square one and go back to ground zero to find out what you really want to promote. And then um, once you promote yourself, you you have people that gravitate towards that. But then also people will have um, their own type of art that they'll want for them. So I might go out and live paint, but I might not make no money there. But I might pass out 20, 30 business cards to where that next week they'll hit me up for a commission piece or they'll schedule a sipping paint or a smoking paint or a paint snack or a mural portrait. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so I just I just do it. I do I do it for the love of it. But mm-hmm. it also comes with its rewards of once you're once you're handling business and you're producing results, people people will fuck with you. I bet, yeah, and, and just by the sound of it, your, your your networking game is crazy. If you're just able to do all this based off of uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Facebook, Instagram, yeah, Facebook is a money maker though because of you got people 
once people see that you're passionate, that they, they tag you on opportunities. So, I mean, you here? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, so I mean, the worst thing you can do is is you you write the person and they who's asking for the service, either they do or they don't. You show what you do. You leave, you leave the ball in their court. Just to give you a little. Uh... Little reference. I went to Paseo Academy of the Fine Performer. I know some goddamn artists. Mm-hmm. You the first one to be in this chair. Oh, well, shit. I'm glad to be here. I mean, but that's also on them. They got to take the opportunity. So with me, I'm an opportunist and I'm a relentless opportunist. So yeah. so if I can make it, I'm going to be there. And I appreciate uh, that. I mean, I literally hit you up today and was like, yo, can you be here today? And he's like, I'm down. Definitely. Definitely. You, can, you can't miss an opportunity like this. When, when people when people sticking their hand out for you, to help you up, you gotta you gotta take that hand rather than saying or rather than thinking about it like uh let me, let me check it out first let me hear something else like nah let me be that let me be that staple point to where once people hear me on it then they gonna like damn I need to I need to get that interview so now people hitting you up like that's so crazy Urban how, Alchemy Podcast I need to be on there and that's that's actually what's happening now man it's so crazy how how fast the temperature changes. Because, you know, we've been putting out these clips on our Facebook page and they've been getting hella views. Mm-hmm. And now people are starting to return these emails and return these phone calls and be trying to, you know, hey, let me. It's like, yo, I got my schedule's booked up. Like, <laughs> what the hell that's get? Like, literally. Every day until Saturdays, booked up with interviews. That's how it's supposed to be. I mean, I, and that's why I saw your artwork and I was like, I want to get him in today. I don't want to wait till next week to get him in. Yeah. And and thankfully you you were able to make it in today. Oh yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah. why I was just like, hey, if you're still trying to come through, definitely, I'm here. You make you it know. happen. Hey, that's how, that's how you got to be with your with your craft. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's it's no off hours to this. Nah, it, it really ain't. I'll, I'll be up to like three, four painting. That's how you got to be, man. I've I've I've. Let me tell you, I've been doing interviews since Sunday last Sunday. Every day last Sunday to today, and then every day today until Saturday. Like, you got to be on top of it, man. Yeah, I Stuck mean, in the grind. Absolutely. It feels, yeah. it, it's kind of intoxication. It's kind of a, uh, it's just a natural stimulant yeah. to see you create something. And like, damn, I, I just did that shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, I bodied that shit. Yeah, yeah, you put that out into the world, and it's just like. That's how I was feeling um, Sunday. Sunday, my day didn't start off too well. Got down there, and then the, just the vibes just changed. Like, once you get that music, say R&B music, R&B music and art just pairs with, like, peanut butter and jelly. Like, and then just being able to, to live in my greatness and then watch people do what I love. So just it just kind of inviting them in there. Plus, I've been, like, uh, I had... It's been like some reality checks, like, um, or or I would say um, reality checkpoints that kind of where you get to a certain point, you look back at what you've been through, and then you look at the, what's ahead of you, and then you and then you kind of you you um, you enjoy the space that you created, but you also look forward to to the um, to what you can what you can emphasize on more, and what you. What you can improve on, like it just it's just self assessments, pretty right. much. Yeah, I mean, as long as you be honest with yourself, because a lot of people can't take criticism. A lot of people can't be honest and say, "All right, I need to improve on that." Hey, I can't even take criticism for myself. I'm 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 my own biggest critic, but it's like I still gotta and I gotta accept it. I can't. You can't lie to yourself because that voice in the back gonna be like, "Man, you lying. You fronting with it." Like yeah. you're not being honest with yourself is gonna yeah. show. I told you we just relaunched this podcast. Yeah. And since the relaunch, it's been going crazy. Like. 
when you put yourself out there genuinely 100%, like, mm-hmm. you know, before I was very hesitant. To, I don't want to ruffle no feathers. I don't want to offend nobody. I don't want to, you know, it's 2020. You get canceled for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we was really playing it safe, trying to walk that tight rope. But as soon as we I was mean, just like, yo, we need to, you know, we need to be real with the people. But that's a podcast, though. Podcast, you got to be, un- podcast, you got to be unapologetic. Yeah, and that, that's the thing, uh, part of relaunch. We had other people involved in it who believed it should have went one way. And, you know, it was just a lot of lot of different things going on. But, you know, hopefully you don't have that same issue with your podcast when, when it, when it uh, pops up. Oh, no, no, we're going to be good. We're going to be good in the hood. Yeah, that's so super dope that you just so happened to also tell me you were starting a podcast. You know, give yeah, the folks yeah. out there what they, you know, give a quick shout out to what they should be looking for. Oh, shout out to the Town Topic, man. Shout out to my boy T-Web. Shout out to my boy Gerald. Yeah, we cooking up, man. So John Gilmore. Yeah, we going to be. So what's the uh, podcast, uh, overall theme of the podcast going to be? Um, we just we just talking about, um, so we, we pretty much, uh, Telling our side of Kansas City, everybody tells their side of Kansas City. I want, we want to shed light through our eyes and what we see, um, and then just bring over, bring out, bring out like-minded people, but then also people bring out people that's going through the journey. Okay. So, uh, yeah, um, some, um, yeah, we got, we just got to highlight the people that's that's starting and midway through their journeys, rather than people uh, um, because they're just as valuable as the people that's well-established in their fields, so. I feel you. I definitely agree. Uh, that's that's the mission I'm on right now. Uh, trying to get the word out about you guys, because it's like, yo, if I can bring you to, you know, at least 10 new people, right. you know, so they can get, influ- get some sort of art in their life, you know, that, that's definitely. a job well done on my part. Definitely. Uh, thankfully, we got a lot more people out there listening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm promoting this. I'm promoting this to all my people. Absolutely. Like, I mean, yeah, tap it, in with the, tap in with you. you gonna, hey, that's what I'm trying to get, man. We our, our highest rated one's fifteen hundred right now, so maybe. You can oh, we it. gotta bump this up then. Hey, sixteen. That's, that's yeah. The goal nah, for nah. That. I'm be trying to get that two out. Hey, two thousand. Hey, that's what it is. But that's so crazy. And, I, and once again, everybody out there, I do definitely support all the. Uh, appreciate all the support. It's so super crazy out there. Just watching these numbers. Uh, goddamn tri- quadruple since the relaunch. So, I'm overwhelmed. Thank you all. I'm just a neighborhood nigga from KC. Don't know how to take shit like that. So well deserved. I mean, it's crazy. It's uh, I didn't go to school for this. You know, I, I went to school for criminal justice. You uh-huh. know, shit. Uh, this is just something I was like, yo, I'm good at talking to people. I like, you know, helping people. What can I do with this? And natural, natural, natural move was a podcast, but you know, it, it, it's it's just uh, it's the journey. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, this was not the same product about a year and a half ago. It ain't supposed to. No, it ain't it's supposed progression. to. That's, yeah, that's just like Nike ain't gonna come out with the same shoe every year. I mean, they are gonna have their signature shoes, but each year is gonna progress and progress and progress. They're gonna get better quality. They're gonna, get, they're gonna get better soles. Do you got any of your original pieces? Like when you first started out? Yep. Yep. Uh, Pete, the only pieces I got that I started, that I started off with, uh, I hit them at my mama's house. Well, I didn't hit them. She, she kind of took them. <laughs> so, so. Uh, Make uh, sure you didn't get rid of them. Yeah. Try to hide them. Nah, uh, nah, they was always in her house. Uh, um, I would say I got a Tupac that I did back in like 20, I want to say it was 2011, 2012. Uh, uh, baby and, boy Tupac. 
Nah, this was um this was one of his covers. His cover, uh, I believe it was um All Eyes on Me. With with the bandana. Okay, it's Tupac's greatest hits um cover. Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, so I did that one uh, back in college. I want to say I was like my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, hand hand stretched the canvas uh, over the the uh, the frame. Uh, it's an oil piece. So yeah, it's gonna be a, it's it's a collector's item, definitely. <laughs> I feel you, man. That's that's it's always great to look back at uh, just the start off of a process. Yeah. Uh, but uh, while you were coming up, uh, who were your mentors? Did you, did you have any mentors in the city who kind of uh, steered you to where you are now? Um, I wouldn't say I had a mentor, but I have people that within my journey that, that poured into my dream. Um, in Kansas City? Definitely. Well, yeah. I should give them a shout out here. Uh, um, shout out to my cousins. Uh uh, Toy and Ralph, I know they, they, I used to go over to their house and they used to, and, um, they used to draw as well. So they had pulled out the color pencils, pull out the markers, let me create up, they create up with me. Um, I would say people, people, uh, even in my elementary school, um, we used to do like drawing competitions or we would draw like a Dragon Ball Z or something like that, little okay. cartoons. Yeah. But then also, as we as it progressed up into middle school and high school, we it was just still the same crew, still the same crew from elementary that was drawing. It just carried up into whoever the, whoever was the best artist. So that's um, so crazy you say that because me and my friends used to do the same thing. Same thing. Like, I can't draw, but I could probably still draw Vegeta's head. Yeah, get that heart shape. Yeah, so I those peaks. I had one friend named uh, Stefan Briscoe. I mean, he used to be drawing up all the time, up all the way up um, to high school. And then um, on my first show that I hosted, my own first art show, I featured him as an artist. So that was his first time uh, being in an art show, which is which that's is dope. How'd that make you feel being able like to reach back and say, "Got to." I mean, that's because presenting. Because because my first show. That I was in was was from a college friend named Akila, and she um, shout out Akila, shout out to Akila, man, she's cold with it. So, um, so uh, it was an all white uh, exhibit at Californos in Westport. Okay. Um, uh, I, and the crazy thing about this is I had just bought uh, my art equipment probably like earlier the top of the year. So um, she started she started looking for artists in February. The show was in January. I started painting in Jan. I, I started painting in January. She started promoting. She started looking for artists in February. So I'm painting up this picture for my grandmother, with, uh, because of that's really one person who really poured into me. Um, she used to give me like notebook paper to draw when I came up to her job and waited for. Her. Uh, she used to bring me Hot Wheels to draw and stuff like that. So um, and then uh, one of the things was. Uh, was the Simpsons and the and Will of Fortune used to come on at the same time. So I used to be wanting to draw I used to want to watch the Simpsons so once they came on I would be drawing the cartoons as it as it as it shows. So she she'll turn to the Simpsons in between the commercials of Will of Fortune so I can get my little time in. So yeah. That's dope. Shout out grandma. Shout out to Grams, man. Hey, uh yeah, that's so crazy. And while we out here shouting out people, uh 
I've been sitting here racking my brain because I've been trying to think of the, of the cat who, who really helped me to draw, uh, really taught me how to draw because yeah. I was trash. <laughs> and this kid was able just to draw anime like crazy, like a professional artist. Uh, but shout out to Theo Bagsby. When I first moved here to Kansas City from Saint, uh, from San Diego, California, uh, I, I, I lived out with my brother out in South Kansas City. Uh, yeah. What was that goddamn school? Irvin. Irvin? I was a Hickman kid. Yeah, I went, I went to Irvin. I got one one year in the suburbs, and, then, <laughs> and I moved straight to the city. And, uh, P- Paseo. W, uh, uh, yeah. Paseo's uh, cool, though. I, if I went to Paseo, that would have been my type of... I think I would have strived in there. My, my, most people say that, but it's like, nah, it was just the inner city high school. It was I mean, I mean but it's, a, it's, it's, an art, it's an art institute. Yeah, you did have people who were serious about... I, I say it was probably like out of, out of the every... Uh, conservatory at, at Paseo was probably like 10% who were like super serious like I did music uh, that was my main focus and one of my best friends Charles O'Neill who I shot out last last time uh, uh, when, the, when we was talking to Smitty the Kid rapper here in Kansas City uh, yeah he's just yeah, an I'm amazing with... oh Smitty you know Smitty uh, I'm here with his music okay yeah yeah he's super dope uh, great cat we was here chatting for hellas. Uh, but yeah, he, he we just dropped our interview, so check that out on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was just telling about my cat, uh, Chalice, who was just like a phenomenal trumpet player. And it's like, I can think back to every conservatory. It's probably like 10% of the students who was just like in there. Past. Yeah, but unfortunately now, Paseo, you look at Paseo and it's like, it's not really there. Yeah. Not even at 10%. And it breaks my heart. So that's where we gotta. That's where we gotta bring with us being um, who we are now, and so much far in our into our process. We gotta be able to to reach that hand back into the into the high school. So that that's what I was thinking about. Like that, uh, the guy I was telling you about the old Bagsby. Like he could draw. I remember one thing that really fucked me up about him. He could draw Gundams, like full Gundam suits, and I was like. <laughs> The detail and intricacy and lines and the Pimply shading. Code, uh, I was just like, bro, how are you doing this at the age of uh, goddamn twelve or thirteen? Like, like you an actual uh, manga artist or something? Like, like, people be people be out here in the grind, like for real, for real. Like, it's, it's a young, young artist. Age. I want to say it's a young artist name. Just Jessica Jarrett. She's cold. What is it about being a kid and just having that eye for, you know, imagination and just being able to create uninhibited? It, it's just the mind. I Man. think it's just the mind. And, and how freely you can think without without limitations. So with, with art, you're able to um, picture things that aren't that are realistic or or is fantasy or something like that. So, I mean, it's all, it's all about how you want to put your own spin on the world and how... And how and how you look through life with your lens. Okay, so what is it about you think your perspective that is is different than say another eye of a, of a local artist? What what is it about your experience, your journey, uh, your style that differentiates your paintings from you? You just look at that and be like, man, that's a Thomas right there. Um, I would say mostly story, okay. story, the story behind it. Um. I wouldn't say I'm the most polished artist. Nah, I'm still in the process. But... I ain't got nothing to do with it. Uh, Nas is not the most polished rapper. But when you look at respected MCs based yeah. off of just pure content... But that's but that's where it goes to the self-assessment to where I feel like I'm not at... I'm not at peak form right now. I'm not... I'm not my, my level's not maxed out right now. 
Oh, I'm I, still, I'm still fresh, but I hope you never feel maxed out. Oh uh, no, nah, nah, I hope nah, you never get nah. to that point where you're just like, nah, yeah, I'm good. Nah, nah, I got, I got to break the ceiling then, and then, yeah, create some more. But nah, I feel like um, they, they just feel, they, they see the passion, um, the work, the work ethic. Um, I can do this shit live, or I can do this shit at home. Um, I can do it in front of your face. Um, I don't know. I, I I can't really put a. I really can't put a finger on just one thing. It is. I just think it's a collective of the person with the art and the story, and it's just like the perfect the perfect meal. I feel you. Uh, was there any big influences as a kid growing up? Were you just like, man, I want to get into art, like any kind of like cartoons, any movies, any any uh, music videos? It was just oh. like, man, I wanna I wanna create. Uh, I would say, man, I used to draw like Scooby Doo, like, so like all, all the time. Cartoon like, characters, definitely. Like when I was telling you that I used to draw in front of the TV, that was earlier, around like sixth grade. I used to hang with my friend Derek and and Tay. Uh, I go, I would go to their house and I would live draw Scooby Doo on TV. Like, did you ever put the put the paper on the TV screen and trace it? Uh, you could. You I, could. I used to do that shit. You I could, or 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 you put it on um the uh you put it on the window. Yeah. You either put it on the window or you put it on your little patio patio screen door. Yeah, but you definitely f- figure out ways to on how to to draw. For sure, I used to uh tape it tape it to the window, <laughs> yeah. to the right the sun the right spot and just see trace it. See that's that's just kids being able to to think outside the process. Like you gonna we gonna find a way to get it done. Yeah. I used to uh, tape, tape cartoons and then pause it and then put the t- put the paper on the TV screen. See, I, I didn't have enough time to pause it, so I I'll work on the head and then once they come back on, I'll work on the arm and then the leg and then. Oh, see, that's how I got it. Uh, Cause I used to, you know, like tape anime on tsunami and shit, mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, try to trace it and oh. then take it back to my, uh, Theo and be like, hey, look, look. and he'd be like, man, you traced that, didn't you? <laughs> The proportions to it. To yeah, it's just like uh, it's really big. I <laughs> uh, couldn't shrink the size, and you know. Hey, I felt you on that. Hey, but it, it's just one of those things when you were a kid, you want to create something, you want to, you know, you want to make something, and I think that's a big part of self esteem is being able to be like, I did that. You know, that's something uh, I did. I remember the first time I drew a uh, Vegeta, and people were like, Oh, that's dope. And I was just like, Oh yeah, yeah, I, I'm good at this, and you know, I. I I have to say, I just went into so many different things. I was just gotta like, keep it going. See, I'll be pushing people on the wayside. We tell people to keep it going, even if you. I, I talked to people within this past, like, I think it's my. I think it, I made it my one of my dedications to, to help get people back into art. Um, so I, I have friends or people that I knew that be like, yeah, I, I've drawn before, but I haven't. I haven't drawn in about five years, three years, two years. Yeah. So I'll challenge them, like, hey, draw something this week. See how I feel. Draw something this next week. Or maybe I'll say, you draw something, I draw something, we trade. Just to get them started up. Or I'll, I'll give them a, or they say, I, I want to draw, but I ain't got the material bit. I, I got some material over here. Let me give you a canvas, purses, paint. You got that for, you got that. Just, just show me the process. Yeah, that's how you got to be, man. Uh, you just got to get into the groove yeah. of creating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that's what I had to do. I, I well, after, before we relaunched, I just got into a rut mm-hmm. and just lost my kind of passion for it. And I just got into the habit of making a recording every day, just like yeah. a thirty-minute little set. 
you know, just to myself. Right. And that kind of got me in a groove of, you know, just hearing my voice talking. You getting know, back getting to in it. a pattern of, of just, you know, uh, having a conversation, even if it was with myself. Right. You know, and that's why I could sit across from somebody and, you know, I've never met, you know. And, and, and talk yeah, freely, we, like, we, like, we like, like, today. Like, like we know y'all for eight years, yeah. Yeah, so it's just an open flow. Uh, and it's all about getting that flow together. I mean, I'm sure when you get a pain together, you have a process. Definitely. Uh, you, you know, you got to start, you know, you got a process towards your, your middle uh, where you're getting everything worked out. I'm sure mm. you got an outline process. You got a uh, work process. I'm sure uh, the end product sometimes probably don't even look like what it started off as. Oh, no, it it kind of never does unless it's like the outline is like to the T. But even with that, you're not you're still not going to see where, where I go with it from because I got a... I got I got my cousin who who watches my process like he's like man, the shit never looks like what you what you started out at and it's like that's just the creativity yeah you gotta let it let it let it go in the direction it goes and like the girl I was telling you I just had on last week uh, Champagne Washington like we were talking about entrepreneurship and candles and somehow that evolved into a conversation on mental health and you know having having a, a hobby having a something that you can put your all into Definitely. is something therapeutic you know it's just like wow I was not you gotta a... keep your body nourished yeah and, and I was... you gotta keep your mind nourished and your mind is 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 uh, your mind is is is, uh, is is the most important most important part because if your mind ain't right it's gonna carry down to your body oh it's gonna carry out to everything your relationships yeah. your your spiritual how you see everything yeah, yeah everything is, is connected to the mind and it was just crazy how we were just like man this is a deep ass conversation we was having off candles right you know and it's just that ability to reach that deeper point mm. from a base base object you know and just like you was breaking down how uh, your art is helping people through mourning mm. and grief you know mm. I never even thought that that would be an aspect of it. You know, that would be something that you're actually out here helping people with in the community, you know, because yeah. we do have so many acts of violence, so many funerals, and if that could be some sort of form of... Uh, Recoping? Yeah, just coping with the yeah. situation for healing. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's that's amazing that you're out here doing that, and I commend you for that, brother. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Go to my Instagram, man. Check it out, man. You got to scroll a little bit, but yeah, I definitely got some... Definitely got some artwork there. Man, yeah, that's crazy because you, you can really do anything. You know, I didn't think of the funeral aspect, but um, weddings, yeah. everything, you can... Yeah. Everything's on the table for your, for your artistic expression, pretty much. Definitely. I'm, I'm trying to be kind of like, kind of like um, George Washington Carver of how he flipped that peanut into 120 different products. Right. So I need to flip this paint into 120 different products. Hey, I feel you. I'm right there with you. I'm I'm, have my, I'm talking to everybody in Kansas City. I'm talking to artists. I'm talking to musicians. I'm talking to leaders, non-for-profits, if, if you need, If you need somebody, if you need a list for me of people to talk to, I got you. Like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I I I work with a lot of people with a lot of good good minds who could definitely use a platform to be able to express themselves and what they do, and just show how how passionate they are within their within their field. So yeah, and it's I'm, all all about networking. Yeah, it's all about it's word of mouth. It's all about, all about uh, reaching out. I actually came across you through uh, Kim Newson. Who was hosting yeah. uh, that event at 18th yeah. Divine? Yeah, Kimology. Uh, shout out Kimology. Kimology uh, is cold, man. She what? she was funny as hell. Like <laughs> I, I know she's 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 outrageous out there, and yeah, she's one one of my contemporaries out here in the Kansas City podcast field. Shout out to her. Uh, please subscribe to her page if you have not already. Yeah, Check Kim. Out. Um, 
you better get me on for an interview when you hear this. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's no no shame in being second, <laughs> right? Because uh, we have him first. <laughs> hey, that's a, <laughs> just joking. That. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, it's all love. Well, I want to have some people she's had on her show. Uh, but yeah, it's just she's one of those people I follow. I know she's involved in in what's going on here out here in Kansas City, and I, I was looking at you know the event. Cause I didn't really know about it until she posted about it and mm. came across your art, and I was the just like, "The event was dope, like, dope." Yeah, it looked like it. I definitely want to have a few people that was performing there on the on the show for my music uh, segment, Music Mondays. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just so great to see Kansas City come together because I feel like we are really starting to form that uh, black community that's outside of the norm, outside of the bullshit that we've all been brought up with. Mm. Different. In the community, you know, we really want something different. We want to be able to have go out and have a good time, enjoy our our culture, our community without any kind of bullshit popping up, and somebody have to worry about losing their life. So, you know, each and every black person out here who's out here just having a good time, ha- trying to have a good time, trying to be productive. You know, shout out to you guys. You are the heroes. You are Definitely. the champs out there. And to all you people out there who are trying to fuck it up for us, uh, you sit your ass down. Just stay home. Sit your ass down, man. Man, I, sometimes I want to be, uh, I want to accept everybody, but other times I'm like, we need to enforce dress codes. I mean, but it's, it's dress codes not going. It's How old are you? I'm 28. Okay, did, okay, 28. 28. So you probably missed the voodoo days. Voodoo lounge. Yeah, see that the way you said it, I know you. Voodoo missed lounge, the not voodoo the, the, lounge. The, the, back in the day, used yeah. to be this. Like, oh my god, that used only to be t- Kansas City spot. Only time I went to. Ver- the f- only time I went to Voodoo Lounge was, um, I think it was like, uh, I think it was like first Sundays, just first something with, uh, with 107.3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Before I, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's when I first went there. I, my, my mother actually took me to there and we was, and we was chilling, but, um, other than that, I had an art show there, which was raw. But you didn't Which, get to make it to the old club. Like, nah, that was the club. It. Like, And they were very strict on dress code. And I used to think it was bullshit. They got my dress code yeah. sucked back in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, it, it really did help. Because hood niggas was just like, I ain't wearing dress shoes to a club. And for some reason, it helped keep them out. It was just <laughs> like a lot less bullshit we had to worry about. Because yeah. certain bit like, they would not put on dress shoes and a, a button-up shirt. So it was like, you knew you didn't have to worry about a certain type of people going there. I'm from the hood. You know yeah. where the fuck we at right now. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, if, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, a certain motherfucker, type of motherfucker who goes into a club, you're not going to shoot somebody in a, in a button-up shirt and, and dress shoes. I've never seen <laughs> that in my life. i lived in the city all my life. I've never seen <laughs> a, a nigga, nigga in a button-up with a blazer on shoot a nigga. Oh, nah. If I'm that clean, I ain't even worried about exactly. that. Exactly. It, that, it's, I think it's more mindset than than outfit. Or people, people try to say it's age... But old people fuck up shit. Just yeah. like new people fuck up shit. That's fucking up shit at America's Pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to fuck that shit up. You used to go to America's Pub? Nah, I wasn't old enough, but I'll be out oh, there. Oh, okay. I'll See, that was my there. that was my time frame. And wish you nothing but the best on your your journey. We'll hope hope you come come through again uh, in the future. You know, we'd love to see your, your more of your work. And yeah, so please check this man out. Please support this young man. He is talented. He is really one of these uh, names you got to watch for here in Kansas City. Most definitely. Absolutely. He's out here. So once again, we are joined with Deontay Thomas. 
the artist for me now on his duty. That's Check real. me out. <laughs> Check this man out. He's everywhere. And yeah, you have tuned into the Urban Alchemy Podcast. Thank you all once again for all the support you've been giving us, all the love. We do appreciate it, and we do look forward to continue to bring you the best and brightest Kansas City has to offer. So. Yes, sir. Catch me out on 18th Divine this next this next first Fridays, October 2nd. We got something good for y'all. That's right. We out here elevating the culture, trying to make 18th and Vine that spot. Uh, Please yet. do not bring is. your craziness. Uh, nah. Take that to Westport. Bring your artistry. Hey, that's, that's a great bring, tag right bring there. Bring your artistry right there. Yeah, leave your craziness, bring your artistry. That's a great tagline. Uh, but yeah, thank you once again for joining us today, brother. I really appreciate you making the time to come here on the platform and, no and share your journey with us. Uh, thank you all once again for joining us and your continued support. Uh, my name is J.M. Banks. Once again, joined with Deontay Thomas, and this is Urban Alchemy Podcast. Okay. Check you all later. Peace. It's a coming to be was just a facade of the thing that you need. Would you still dream? Would you still dream?